What's up, y'all? Good morning after Thanksgiving. Got a couple stories. Um, a lot of people reacting to the Gavin uh, thing. I just got on to, what is it, Beauty in the Beta? Um, I mean, I've kind of, I've seen some of their stuff. I liked it. I think I subscribed a little while ago just because I, I liked some of the stuff I was hearing from them. Uh, but I watched, I got stoned and watched a couple full episodes last night and, uh, it's good. Flat out good. Uh, Beauty or Blonde, whatever. I don't think they ever really mentioned her name, which is kind of a good thing, I think, you know, especially in the, in the, uh, if you will, the political climate that we're in today. Um, and assholes with black, uh, face masks and, uh, hoods, which are the new KKK, um, they'll show up at your fucking house. Again, like I've said before, like, I don't want this shit, I know I just said like, and it made me sound like a fucking valley girl, but I don't want this shit to escalate because I don't want to have to kill somebody. I really don't. I don't want to have to hurt anyone. I, I really wish we could, we could just debate, you know, we could just discuss these things, but anyway, um, so they never really use her name, I don't think, maybe they do, I, I, I obviously just really got into it, but they talked about Gavin, um, uh, as I say that, oh, uh, Owen Benjamin, uh, talked about Gavin, and a couple other people have talked about him, as I said, oh, everybody, um, I have to imagine more people are. I mean, it's a pretty big deal. I will make the argument that I I would say that he was the leader. Um, in, maybe in essence, of, of uh, the Proud Boys. I don't want to say that and, and like, well, technically, he's not the leader. Okay, I get that. But you understand what I mean. He created it, hence you are now the leader. Um, type situation. But I can also stand, understand the other side of the argument. But he's stepping down. You know, he's stepping... He's totally disassociating himself with him. And that's sad shit. You know? Uh, as I said the other day, pretty, uh, pretty negative episode. Which I've had fucking ten people listen to. Thank you. <laughs> A lot more than the auto-populated three that I usually get. So there's seven people. Uh, maybe you'll listen to this one too. But anyway... Uh, this, I mean, this is going to be a continuation throughout today of, uh, the different topics that I'm going to talk about. Obviously, it's going to be the Proud Boys a little bit, and, uh, I just love watching their videos of them kicking the shit out of Antifa. I just watched the one where, uh, the, fuck, what's in Oregon? Seattle, the Seattle police chief, um was so reluctant to call out Antifa, but she had to because they are, they are out of control. And this was, I mean, it's, obviously now it's even worse, but this was, this must have been after the, the Battle of uh, Seattle or whatever they call that, where they chased Antifa out. Was that, was that Seattle? Any, no, 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 that was the one where um, the police... Got, had to use uh, pepper spray and flashbangs and all that other shit because Antifa was like getting super out of hand. So this this bitch and I'll fuck I'm fine calling her a bitch because of what she did. 
she fucking comes out, says that Patriot Prayer was, now this obviously isn't necessarily just the Proud Boys. The Proud Boys and Patriot Prayer kind of, kind of, kind of mix a little bit. From what I understand, Tiny, who is in Patriot Prayer, is also a Proud Boy. Anywho. Um, where was I going with that? Oh, she she called she called Patriot Prayer white supremacists. Uh, it's a, it's a woman. She is a black woman, and she was talking to the media, and she was trying to do. I think she was trying to do this. Well, all sides were both sides were were bad type situation. Almost kind of the opposite of what Donald Trump said. There were good people on both sides. Which, by the way, when it did come to that, um, now nah, fuck it, I'll talk about that later. Uh, anywho, she said uh, that the Patriot Prayer has white supremacists in it, which is a lie, and then went on to never mention Antifa. Not once did she mention Antifa. And held them both at the same regard. It's like, lady, you have one group of people who comply with your orders, who call the officers officers, the police officers. They do whatever you tell them to do. They allow you to come in. They don't ever throw things at you. They don't try to fight you. They don't call you pigs. They don't wish death upon you. They don't do any of the bad shit. And then you have another group of people who call you Nazis, who give you the finger, who throw rocks and bricks and bottles of piss at you, who fight you, who yell at you while you're arresting one of theirs, who don't ever listen to your orders. They, they, they usually, I shouldn't say usually don't comply. Well, no, they're forced to comply. Yeah, absolutely. They're forced to comply. Um, you can't hold both sides to the same standard. I mean, you can hold them to the same, you can try to hold them to the same standard. What I'm saying is, one side is obviously obnoxious and assholes and will never be for you. And then you're shitting on the ones that are for you, that comply with your orders, that, that do what you want them to do. So that's just, it's, a, it's an outright lie. I think she's probably, I have to imagine, a Democrat. Um, because that's the only thing that makes sense. It's not because she's black and it's not because she's a woman. It's because of how she handled that. And I mean, it was a, it was a video that was, what, months ago. But in how she handled it and how she spoke about the Proud Boys, sorry, Patriot Prayer, uh, slash Proud Boys, you can just see, and I mean, this is one of the, I guess this is like, Berkeley, from what I've been, from what I've heard, Berkeley is where Antifa get together and do some bad shit. So they, they'll talk online, they'll go through uh, Twitter and whatever else, Facebook, I don't know, all the, all the online shit, get emails and all that shit. And then they'll meet up in Berkeley, where up in Seattle, this is like the hub of the United States Antifa. This is where these guys go and get fucking radicalized. Like, they meet up, they have meetings, they train, they do... I mean, which is so funny, because they're so bad at fighting. Like, our guys don't train. Well, I'm, I'm imagining some probably... No, I'll take that back. They probably do. 
Uh, maybe not all the guys. I've seen some of them that don't necessarily look like fighters, and yet they fight, and they win. Antifa gets their asses kicked by a group of dudes that are usually far less than them. I mean, for Patriot Prayer and, and Proud Boys to be out in Seattle, Seattle is a far left city. The rest of the state, I shouldn't say the rest of the state in its entirety, but much of the state is not leftist. They're center, center right, right. Um, except for their major stupid fucking city. I mean, it's much like, I would argue, Michigan. Only its major cities, which is usually how it is anyway, but it's its major cities being, uh, let's see, Hyang. From what I understand, Kalamazoo and Grand Rapids are, and, and maybe Lansing, are pretty conservative, where you have Detroit, which is flat-out Democrat, you have Pontiac, um, and these are the failures, too. Pontiac, Flint, Saginaw are all Democrat, and those four cities that I just mentioned are, are failing. They're shitty cities. They're really bad where Grand Rapids and Kalamazoo and Lansing are all doing fine. Now, obviously, Lansing's the capital. I guess it needs to be fine, but... Um, Ann Arbor is the exception. Ann Arbor is doing just fine. However, Ann Arbor is very fucking left. But it's not violent left. It's more of like a... It's a, it's a college town. Which brings me also into what happened on fucking Saturday. It, it was actually a good thing. Michigan got their assholes blown out by Ohio State's raping. Um, I was, uh, from the get-go, I was pissed. My daughter was, it, it, my, my wife had went to the store, my daughter, right as the game started, right as it came on TV, uh, my daughter was, was having a fucking hissy fit and just went into total meltdown. So I couldn't necessarily, and then I'm not blaming my daughter or shitting on her or anything. My my poor daughter was not having a good day, which then I wasn't having a great viewing experience. My son feeds off me, and pretty much from the get-go, Michigan goes three and out, Ohio State scores, and begins the end of my fanship. Yeah, I said it. I'm done being a Michigan fan. I'm done being a fucking sports fan altogether. You may call me a fair weather fan, but let me explain something to you. I realized a little while ago, thanks to people like Alex Jones, I've talked before, um, Bill Cooper, um, Aaron Russo, David Icke, Mark Dice. These guys woke me up to understand, and it has been a whole bunch of other people too. Sports don't fucking matter. Okay, I was an athlete. I played all the sports. I loved playing all the sports. I've been a supporter of Michigan Wolverines for the past 25 years, since I was fucking 10. Um, them losing, them going, them firing Lloyd Carr, I didn't, ex- I didn't see then what I now see, was one of the best things for me. Because now, and, and that loss on Saturday was one of the best things for me. Because although I, I did see it the right way, I saw it as just entertainment, and it's, it doesn't mean anything. Um, I think I've been on the brink since last... I know this sounds dumb. If you're not a Michigan fan or a big football fan or whatever, this kind of sounds dumb to you anyway. But um, I was pissed at them 
last year when they played Michigan State and they lost because they were throwing the ball in the in a monsoon. I ripped my jersey, I lost my shit, and I swore them off then. Uh, two weeks later, I came back. Um, yeah, I get to, oh my, where am I going? Oh, I'm going right, okay. Whoa, shit, people change shit up around where I'm driving. And it fucked me up for a minute. Anyway, um, so I think I've probably been on the brink of like going, yeah, fuck you guys anyway. But, uh, and that's not to say that to, like, the kids there, the players or whatever. But, uh, this last win, I mean, it was such a build-up, right? I was pissed. I was pretty pissed at at them losing to Notre Dame in the first game, and then they won 10 straight. Cool. And then they, they were, they were coming in as the number one defense in the nation. Pretty decent offense. Best team, uh, Jim Harbaugh has had. And then... They allowed the most points ever against Ohio State. It was it was embarrassing, and I'm losing my shit. I turned it off uh, halfway through the third quarter. I was so fucking angry. Ripped my jersey. Now my son didn't see me do that. He didn't see me lose my shit um, because after the episode that I told you about me me beating up the fucking computer in front of him. Um, I decided I'm not going to let him see me lose my shit again. So, anywho, um, I ripped my jersey, threw off my, my Michigan hoodie, and I go, you know what, that's it. And when I said that, when I said I'm done, when I said that's it, no more, it was not liberal like modern-day liberalism, but it was liberating, i.e. to free one from oppression. It was liberating. I don't have to fucking watch their stupid fucking games for four hours every Saturday for 12 weeks, 12 to 13 weeks out of the year, you know, I don't have to, and I think what was bothering me the most out of all of it was I was putting in hope into a group of people that were doing something that I wasn't a part of whatsoever, you know, Teams will say we, and like like fans will say, oh, our t- my team, and, and we almost won, and, and all this. And it's been an argument that's been really hard to, when, you know what it is. Somebody will be like, oh, we, oh, you're out there playing, you know what I mean? And then you go, well, the 12th man, you know, we're the, we're the stadium, and, it, and it's, and yeah, you can, I guess, keep using that argument if you want to, but um, I don't, I don't want to. You're putting hope in people that don't know you. That in all honesty, all they want is your support and they don't give a shit about you. Pretty good analogy for politics. And I'm not saying that they're nefariously not giving a shit about you. I'm just saying that they don't fucking know you, dude. You really have no part in that whole thing. God damn it. Ugh, I didn't have my fucking microphone hooked up this entire time. This is going to be embarrassing if, uh, let's see. Okay, well, I uh, apparently didn't make that much of a mistake. My microphone picked up a lot of uh, the noise I was making out of my face. Um, what was I at? Talking about the Proud Boys, the PBs. Um, I also had a fucking interesting (laughs) 
Thanksgiving, the in-laws had a little blow-up. Um, my niece uh, was picking on my son. She's 18. He's 8. And uh, my wife, my wife don't play that game. And, um, oh shit, which way am I supposed to go? That one? And uh, there was a, uh, a bit of a blow-up. My, my wife's standing up for my son. And um, I didn't have to get involved, which is always nice. So just kind of sat back and watched. And uh, as, so my niece, her dad is a piece of shit. And he ran out on her. Uh, just a couple years ago, so she was, I think, 16, he ran out, 16 or 17, 16 or 15, and <clears throat> he ran out on her, and, uh, I mean, straight up, moved to Chicago, has said stuff to her, now, this is what I'm getting out of, from the grapevine, but that, uh, he was gonna show her what it's like to be abandoned, and it's like, you motherfucker, uh, I see him, I'll probably hit him. I'm, I'm, I'll probably beat this shit out of him. He's missing a tooth. I'll probably make him miss a couple more, because uh, I don't play that shit when it comes to uh, when it comes to family and and uh, what a man is supposed to do um, for his kids. You know, it's uh, it's it's disgusting. I cannot stand a man that will not be there for his family. You know, I fuck up all the time, dude. I make mistakes constantly. It's what I it's what I talk about. Um, that I have 35 years of mistakes that I'm trying to give to you in order for you to uh, to try and learn and bypass. Um, even though you're still going to make... Everybody makes mistakes most of the time. Anywho. Uh, so he abandoned her. and, she, and But before he did, he made it a, uh, a point, I suppose, of um, teaching her to be atheist. Oh, how nice, how kind, you fucking piece of shit, you know? Taught her to be atheist, runs out on her. So you would imagine she in her age of rebellion, is, which she is, that she would maybe cling to the things that that piece of shit um, was against. But no, he, 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 uh, he planted that seed too soon in her brain. And um, so now she's an atheist. And uh, she's a lot like him. And I think it, it's that daddy issue type shit. Like, I've dealt with it too. Um, <clears throat> where you want to defend him, you want to be like him to a degree. Um, and it's just sad because she's she's very surface level. Oops, I'm going to stay right. Chum. She's surface level in a lot of things. I mean, she's a pretty girl, you know. She's 18. She's, she just turned 18. She's now an adult. She's working. She's not going to college right away. Uh, a couple of things that I'm okay with, you know, graduate high school. I kind of get on the Ben Shapiro wagon with that. Graduate high school, uh, get a job. Um, I like those things. That being said, she's got a fucking a little shit boyfriend and uh, who couldn't be more of a, of a fucking beta male. I mean, and he's smaller than, like, she got with him, and I, I kind of came out with this theory. She got with him because she's afraid of being abandoned. She's afraid of being with somebody on or above her level because they may cheat on her and leave her. And she doesn't want to be hurt. I totally get that. So she's with this guy that is not in her league, 
Uh, he's shorter than her. He's got itty bitty little hands. I mean, he's a nice enough kid, but he's just no ambition. I mean, fuck, I lack ambition quite a bit too. But uh, you know, she's my family, and you want you want better for your family. And you can see what she's doing. She's she's uh, settling because she is afraid of being left. And he'll never leave her because she's out of his league. It's the best that that guy will get. So, um, anywho, so she's a, and, and she's got a real problem with wanting to be the center of attention. She's the center of that guy's world, so it fits for her. But when it comes to things like somebody else's birthday or somebody else's event or a family holiday, she wants to be the center of attention. And uh, she did that. And, and understand that, like, teenagers and young kids, teenagers try to try to be funny a lot and try to joke. And you kind of joke in, like, a, I don't want to say a negative way, but kind of like a, oh, I don't like you way, but it's just a joke. And she's treated my son like that for a while. Like, him and her, they just kind of, you know, snap at each other and whatever. And it's not like, it's not like bad where... They don't like each other as much as it is they're just joking around. And, and uh, my son was kind of doing that with her at the at the dinner table for Thanksgiving, which she had she had just shown up for. Because she always shows up late. She slept in until, I don't know, fucking 1 o'clock. Um, she's... And so, anywho, she... Uh, she... As he was doing that, she was getting all offended. And I mean, you're dealing with an 8-year-old. What the fuck? Does it matter if they say, "All right, hey, dude, don't don't say that to me," you know, or fucking get serious for a minute and go, "Hey, I, you know, let's let's not do that. That kind of hurts my feelings, or whatever." Um, or fucking come tell me. And she didn't. She just sat at the table and fucking engaged an eight-year-old in an argument, and then got fucking nasty to the point where I almost had to fucking jump in. But then my wife did. I know her. I know how she is. I was like, I'm going to let you take this one. It's your family. I don't feel like having everybody pissed off at me. Anywho. Uh, so they engaged, uh, my wife and, and my niece. And uh, there's a line that everybody knows where it's at. Some people cross it just by a little hair. My wife was in um, the next county and uh, went at it and blew up and... Um, said that she was just like her father, and then my uh, my mother-in-law and father-in-law, well, more my mother-in-law. My father-in-law does this thing where he just doesn't even fucking acknowledge it. He's like, I, I get how these, these people are. I'm just not going to, you know, I'm going to try and be the peacemaker by not fucking doing shit, not saying a thing. And uh, the mom, to an extent, is kind of the same way. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. You know, they really are good people, and they don't want to have friction, especially at a family event. But uh, the fucking 18-year-old wouldn't shut her motherfucking mouth and kept in. Even after, like, there was a pause for a minute where it was just like, all right, you know. And I told my son, I was like, just don't, don't fucking talk to her. I didn't say fucking, but I said don't talk to her, you know. Just let her be. And so he was talking with us, and she was getting all fucking bent out of shape by the stuff he was saying. An 8-year-old. I have to get onto him constantly about fighting his sister or arguing with his sister, who is two. Now I'm talking to an 18-year-old, or, or my wife is talking to an 8-year-old, or 18-year-old, about a kid that's 10 years under, young, her junior. So, um, it blew up again, 
And she was like, you better fucking apologize to my son. And, uh, and she wouldn't. And then she's like, he needs to apologize to me. And then fucking, I mean, it just blew up. And uh, she's like, you're just like your father. And, and then she fucking, you saw it. You saw when she said that. When my wife saw, said that in this girl's face, you saw an opportunity that she was going to take advantage of, of being the center of attention and being a total drama queen. And her face just changed and her whole posture changed and she stomped and stormed out and started crying. It was like, you're shitting me. You fucking, you don't have the social maturity to not just let go of an eight-year-old saying something to you, but to hear that and go, you know what? No, I'm not. And uh, you don't know me, so, you know, fuck off. Couldn't even do that. Just had to be a fucking drama. Anyway, so that blew up. And then and then my wife was, she's amped up now. There's no shutting this this uh, this electricity off. She is going. And she sure as shit did. And uh, we ended up leaving. Luckily, I was on my second helping. <laughs> so I got my shit. I got my food. Uh, the Luckily, the tryptophan wasn't, wasn't uh, affecting me. And uh, I had to drive home. Hadn't even had a drink. And uh, and we went home and, and chilled. My wife was all depressed the rest of the day because she, she told my in-laws, you're never going to see my kids again. I'm done with you. And I mean, it was... And now, at, at one point, I was like, hey, it's Thanksgiving. How about we let it go and we make today a good day? And nope. <laughs> again, there was no flipping that switch off. So... That was that, and uh, we spent the rest of the night just fucking chilling out. And that was Thursday. Went and saw my dad's family on Friday. No real anything there. Got to see my grandmother. Yin now, and uh, he's from uh, Arkansas, and my relatives from Missouri. Being that I'm from the South, so I got to see some Southern peeps and. Uh, just talk, just shoot the shit, you know, being around everybody, gave my grandmother a whole bunch of hugs and kisses, so that was my weekend, and then the fucking Wolverines lost, just to, just to really glaze over that, um, it was a good thing, because it, it just kind of cured me of wanting to watch sports ever again, and and it kind of helped me understand, dude, you just wasted, um, 50 hours this year watching football, 50 hours watching football and you didn't get anything from it and this is what I was having to tell my son because he was losing his shit because he watched his dad fucking sitting there being little crabby pants and uh, I was like dude what did you get out of that you know what did you get as I'm telling my son this and uh, he was just wanting to be mad and I'm like dude you're wanting to be mad I get that you're feeding off of me that's my fault that's that's uh, not yours it's mine however what did we get out of this? We got negativity and we got nothing good. It doesn't help us. I'm, I was stressed. And uh, I'm done. I'm done. Michigan, you know what? This is what I'll say, my final little fucking staple for Michigan. You're never going to beat Ohio State. You're never going to be the Big Ten champions. The Big Ten champions. And you're never going to be national champions. You guys fucked up when you fired Lloyd Carr. You, you were, at that moment, you sold out. 
and you fucked up everything, and you've been trying to pick up the pieces ever since. And when you get a good, a decent um, coach in, he's not Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer made a deal with the devil. Him and Nick Saban, both of those fucking guys. They made a serious deal with the devil, dude. Those guys are fucking insane. They've, to come in, let me tell you about uh, Nick, uh, uh, not Nick Saban, um, Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer has won, what, five national championships? Two down in Florida? Um, Nick Saban came into Ohio State and had them undefeated their first year. The year before, they lost to Michigan with, it was either Brady, I think it was Brady Hoke. Brady Hoke, who had one of Michigan's shittiest runs, same with uh, Rich Rodriguez, had a shitty run at, Mich- uh, at Michigan. Both of them, shitty, not 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 that not elite level quarter uh, uh, coaches. They beat Ohio State that year, and then came in Urban Meyer the next year. They uh, they took themselves out of the uh, college football bowl series or whatever championship they couldn't they allowed themselves not to be able to win a championship came in on a year that that couldn't happen went undefeated the next year the the first year of the playoffs got in won the national championship has been a 10 and 1 yeah 10 and 1 excuse me team ever since or at least 10 win seasons ever ever since. This is, in four years, this is Jim Harbaugh's first 10, year, 10 win year. Okay? That's what you're dealing with. You're dealing with people that can come in, and, 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 and it's even been said about D'Antonio. D'Antonio gets, from Michigan State, gets three-star players, two- and three-star players, and turns them into five-star players. Michigan gets four- and five-star players and loses to Michigan State loses every fucking game to Ohio State today this year wasn't even close I mean it's despicable it is absolutely embarrassing to come in with the number one that's not saying shit about Ohio State Ohio State although I have said that they're really good you have the number one defense in the country in Ohio and you could not figure out the cross route oh my god I watched that fucking cross route that was just that was an ace in their in their sleeve that was all right we'll just We'll throw a fucking cross route on somebody or a slant. Just a fucking if we're if if we don't have a first down in the first two downs. You know? And they got it. Sixty-two points against the number one defense in the nation. They lost to Purdue and almost lost to Maryland that Michigan beat by two. Or by double. Double multiples of two, whatever. I think it was twenty forty-two to twenty-one. Michigan beat Maryland, convincingly. Maryland almost beat Ohio State. Michigan gets the fucking shit kicked out of them, and it couldn't have been better for me. I, I hated it. That's I, Again, I put, in, I put false hope into somebody, into, into people that don't know me, that don't give a shit about me. And I'm not saying that they need to. I'm not saying that at all. But uh, they don't know me, and my supporting them doesn't do shit. It doesn't do a fucking thing. And I put in hope and people doing something and being a part of something that I have nothing to do with. That should, if you don't understand sports that way yet, look at it. Just try it. Look at it that way. 
and let it fucking eat your fucking soul out of you how much time you have spent doing that. <coughs> Excuse me. I am no longer a professional or collegiate sports fan. I will not be. If you think I'm a fair weather fan, you don't know me. I'm done. I am. That is, that was, it, it felt good. It felt liberating in the good sense to go, yeah, fuck this, man. I'm not, I'm not doing this shit anymore. I'm not taking time away from other things that I can be doing. Writing my fucking book, working and making money, working on my house, uh, hanging out with my kids, my wife, my fucking dogs, training them, trying to get the one to stop being such a damn psychopath, trying to eat people. Anywho. So, on to the Proud Boys. Yeah, it's sad. I just watched a, uh, a video with Richard Spencer and this JF guy. I don't know what it was. It was like almost two hours long and they were talking about it. Richard Spencer can go fuck himself. He is a, he is a fucking piece of shit. I only say that because, uh, one, I, I'll take Gavin's side in this. But, um, as I have before... But Richard Spencer, and Richard Spencer probably doesn't like Gavin very much because Gavin has constantly, one, he has a Native American wife, two, he's kissed a gay guy, three, he's all four people being gay if they want, and, uh, and he's not, he doesn't shit on minorities or people who aren't white. That's what Richard Spencer does all the time. Holy fuck. 18-wheeler, jackknifed, let's see, what else? What the hell? Oh, shit, that's why. It's a little slippery. Woo! 36 degrees shouldn't be that slippery. This is the shit we got to deal with up in Michigan. Yeah, jackknife, 18-wheeler, what's up? Anywho. So there's a lot of reasons for Richard Spencer not to like Gavin. You know what? Uh, well, fuck it. It, it. No matter. He, uh... They took this TYT clip that... Uh, the Young Turks made Anna Kasparian, who is a fucking cunt, and uh, and they just kind of went with it. This clip chopped up Gavin McGinnis and what he said about the Proud Boys and shit in the past, and being a little hyperbolic and things, and um, and they just went with it. It was it was Anna Kasparian going, oh, he hurts himself, and he was Gavin was saying, yeah, we'll kill you, we'll kill you, and all this other stuff, and it's like, dude, it's called. It's called joking around. If you know Gavin, Gavin was a comedian. Gavin was a lot of things, and one of them was a comedian. By the way, he is, to me, that dude is, is extremely talented. To be able to go up on stage on a bet, which is how Gavin got into it, on a bet, and start saying funny shit and get the crowd into it, that's insane. You've got guys that, and a lot of women, who write material, who practice it over and over and over and over, get up there and fucking bomb. Not just bomb, but their shit isn't even funny. Gavin goes up there on a fucking bet, and he makes people laugh. And then he goes into it for a little bit, being a comedian. And he fucking does really well. If you've not seen his stand-up, it's pretty fucking funny. <clears throat> but, uh, so, in a lot of his show is funny. That's why so many people clamor to be in the Proud Boys. Well, one, because it's saying, hey, you're not bad for being a dude. You're not bad for being an American. You know, you're not bad for having Western values. We're the fucking best. Fuck the rest. And, uh, and he's funny. He's entertaining. 
You know, the majority of shit that he does, that's him. And so people clamored for that. Richard Spencer doesn't have that. That's called envy. Okay? There's a difference between jealousy and envy. Jealousy, you can admit jealousy. Yeah, fuck, I'm jealous of that guy. Shit, I wish I had some of that too. I wish I had some of that that comedy or that money or that, you know, fame or whatever. And it's so funny to hear somebody like fucking uh, uh, Sam Cedar, that little cunt, uh, go, Gavin's just jealous. He's, he's so mad because his friends made a bunch of money and he didn't. Gavin is a multimillionaire. Last I checked, he was worth at least $5 million. He owns his home. He owns all of his shit. He's had numerous successes, some failures. And his failures came way of, that's right, the fascistic left. I really hope I didn't fucking get off at the wrong shit. Anyway. <clears throat> um, yeah, he said uh, he said something about trannies. I think it was the trannies. And he, and he lost his advertising business. That was actually successful at that time. Because he said something that people didn't like him saying. See what I'm saying? Oh, motherfucker, I'm a... Ah, oh, damn it. I got off on the wrong... I have to go park and end this and then fucking find out where the hell I am. Anyway. Um, so it's not exactly that he tried and it wasn't good quality and that's why he failed. He failed because assholes, assholes didn't like what he was saying, i.e. a very small portion of society didn't like what he was saying and that's how he failed. And it was one thing that he said. It wasn't like he was constantly going out and, and hailing Hitler and all this other stuff that the fucking left thinks about him. He went out and said something about trannies, which is true. I don't have to like trannies. You don't have to like trannies. They can be trannies all day. They can go fucking dress in women's clothing and pretend to be a woman all day long. I don't give a fuck. Do not make me feel like I have to believe that. Do not try to force me to use your stupid fucking pronouns. Pro- pronouns? Pronouns. Fuck your pronouns. And fuck you too. That's not very Christian. Um, I don't give a shit. In fact, maybe it is. You know? They, they like to make the argument. It's so funny that like you'll hear people, Oh, there's always been trannies. Yeah? Why weren't they talking about it back then then? Why, why, not, why not in the Bible? I mean, they did a little bit, but it wasn't, uh, it wasn't as prevalent. Well, it's prevalent now because now we have legislation again, or whatever, their rights. It's like, God damn it, man. No, it's prevalent now because you have parents pushing it on their kids. Leftist fucking people. It's why Owen Benjamin isn't on anymore on Twitter. Because he fucking said that that was child abuse. Because it is. You have lefties fucking pushing this shit on their kids on their three-year-old kids who come out and say, I want to be a girl. And they're like, oh, he knows what he's talking about. A three-year-old, you fucking dunce. That is child abuse. Without a shadow of a doubt. Are there more trannies? Are there more gays? Are are there more this, that, and the other? Sure. It's because the left are pushing it on people. They're fascist. Now, you look up the definition of fascism and it says something about being ultra-nationalist. Um... That's because a lot of the nationalists, or I'm sorry, the, the fascists in the past have been nationalists because everybody was nationalist. What's this ultra-naturalist bullshit? Why would you ever make that a bad thing? 
I'm fucking pro-America. Fuck the rest of the country. Until they get on our level. If they, if, if Ireland and Scotland had a constitutional republic that mimicked ours, okay, that m- actually mimicked ours, I'd have no problem with it. And they actually upheld it. I'd have no problem with Ireland anymore. I'd be, yeah, fuck yeah, high-fiving motherfuckers. All right. Way to go. Ireland. Same as Scotland. Like, make no qualms about it, dude. Uh, Ireland and Scotland are fucked. They, uh, anything that happens in the United States, anything that's going on with the United States and the left, Ireland's already doing it ten times as bad. I am not proud of, of Ireland. I mean, I have serious Irish roots. My grandmother was born in Cork County. Okay? But the IR, or the um, IRA is gone. All but all but gone. There's some factions. There's a whole bunch of different political parties and stuff. But they, none of them can get on board with anything. They're fucking globalist. They want to be a part of the EU. They're socialist. They're fucking damn near communist. They're idiots. And by the way, of the vast majority, I don't, I don't, I think it is the vast majority of Irish. God damn it! I am like, I'm right where I don't need to be. The vast majority of Irish who come here who came here and got into politics, the liberal. Almost every last one of them is liberal. It's sickening. <clears throat> it's just like any, any group that would leave their home and go to another place and then try to make that place their home. They're running from their problems or they're, they're intentionally invading in another way, quietly invading in order to turn that that new place like the old place. Well, that's why you don't that's why we need to um, we need to make sure that people coming here from other countries are assimilating, not turning our country into East Dearborn, which is the Middle East. East Dearborn, go ahead and go to East Dearborn. Try enacting all of your rights there. Especially a woman. Go by yourself, see what happens. How about a Jew? Go there, see what's see what it's like. Any Jew in, in uh, the, the non, the atheist Jew is, is not who I'm talking about. Any of those from Hollywood, go undercover, go to East Dearborn, see how you like it. See how you're treated. Put on a yarmulke. Walk, walk around. See how, see how well you're, you're liked in the United States of America, in East Dearborn. All these lefties fucking... All the lefties in Hollywood. Fucking, what's her name? Um, the one I always use as an excuse, or not an excuse, as an example of uh, the Young Turks being like uh, Richard Spencer starting something called the uh, the Hitler Youth, or the neo-Nazis, but the Hitler Youth. Oh, Sarah Silverman being his co-host. Sarah Silverman, go on down to East Dearborn. You know, try to, uh, don't cover your face. Be a Jewish woman. In East Dearborn, see how see how well they treat you. As just a white, straight Christian male walking through East Dearborn, it's uncomfortable. Now it's also uncomfortable because it's so fucking close to Detroit, and Detroit, uh, an ideology sucks. They have voted like I keep using as an example. They vote in uh, Democrats for the past what seven decades. It is a shithole since the fifties. So. 50, 60, almost seven decades. Fuck it, I'll just say seven decades, whatever. 
um, Detroit sucks, man, because they keep voting in uh, Democrats. And Democrats are, as I've said before, uh, without morals. So they'll lie, cheat, and steal just to stay in power. They had fucking Kwame Kilpatrick there, dude. Kwame Kilpatrick. Look into that motherfucker. The most corrupt dude ever. Anywho. So, the Proud Boys. It's just fucking depressing. You know? I would have I would have told Gavin, don't you don't don't you dare. Don't you dare. Same with Milo. Don't you dare. I know what they're telling him. I know they're saying, well, this would look better, but it doesn't. Fuck that. You give you give the left any room and they will take a mile. Upon mile upon mile. They will never stop. They will keep going for you. Oh, that was how oh here we go. I'm gonna read a part of my book real quick. It's it's real short, but this goes into kind of what I'm talking about. Let's see if I can get the whole thing. So this is just a part. You gotta understand. If you want to know what it's like writing a book, um, look. At, uh, Mark Dice just came out with his uh, his new book, Liberalism: How to Find a Cure. It's great. I haven't read it. I mean, I just know that his shit is usually really good. What I'm talking about is the segment that he shows how he writes. That's great. That shows you how to kind of write a book. He writes, a, he writes I think, 50 pages, and then he goes through, and uh, he writes it all down, and he puts it on, he types it in, and he goes through, and he reads it, and he makes corrections, and he does it about three times or whatever, and he ends up with a 300, 400-page book from 50 pages, which makes sense. I'm not necessarily doing it exactly that way. I got my own way of doing it, but um, this is a rough draft, and uh, you're going to hear Hmm. Let's see. I mean, it goes all the way back. It talks about vibrations. Vibrations are a big thing. Exactly. Uh, let's see. Questions. Question what? Right, the second half. Work for the government. Live in the world. As we or the majority of people see it, you conform to it. So what's happening is there is a, a guy who they're talking to and explaining things of how he was, he was, um, from birth, indoctrinated with the big government mindset, and all of the things that come with it, so really Democrats, and the, and the, the majority of Republicans that aren't really Republicans, and all that other shit, he just, he came into it. He excelled through their indoctrination. They, they had something for him. He ended up going to work for the government. And they're explaining, like, listen, dude, you've been lied to your entire time. Almost, almost like the Matrix. Like, they're trying to show him how he has been, he has been logged into the Matrix since the beginning. And now they're trying to pull him out. Anyway, uh, let's see. When you were, da, 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 people see, performed it. Not even saying that that was negative. Uh, assimilating to the world you were born into. The negative came in at a couple of things. One, the malevolent negative was the purposeful manipulation of not only the system, but the very people within said system. The system and far more innocent... I'm sorry, the second and far more innocent was that you didn't question. And you said, what question? I'm not going to tell you the characters' names yet. That'll fucking ruin it. Um... The other guy uh, explains exactly. And he says, that's not an answer. Another guy, so there's two guys talking to him. We'll say, we'll call, I don't even want to say his letter to his name. 
Another guy says, by the time the tech came, you were already so very indoctrinated by the system of information reception and the structure of exactly what you were supposed to know and how that you would not, that you would not only accept, but ask for the invasion and control of your life and decision making. And you didn't even realize. He then asks, um, that my email, that my emails were being read. So this is kind of dealing with the NSA. And the one guy says, if only that were it, yeah, that'd be bad enough. And the other guy explains, every single phone is, track, is a tr tracking device limited by a power source unless directly ordered to follow. So I kind of get into something else here about how phones, cell phones can be uh, charged from anywhere on the planet. Um, and he says, well, that, that seems impossible. Uh, another guy says it's not. The other guy says, uh, oh, and then he asks says, that isn't even a hint, a whisper of what they can do. The amount of information they have on you would turn your stomach. And the one guy says, well, yeah, I've heard. And then the other guy says, I guarantee you haven't heard everything. The, the one guy, the main guy explaining it, we'll, we'll call him A, A, B, and C. So C is the guy who's being explained. A is the main guy that's explaining. B is kind of the backup. So A says, sure, your texts, phone calls, every single word, including what you wrote and deleted before clicking send, your draft words. So that is true. There's a, there's, the vast majority of my book is going to be based off the facts. This part is actually true. That Google, um, man, what is that movie? The Creepy Line. I think it's called The Creepy Line. It's a documentary that came out. Now, there's been other people who have been talking about this for years. But they finally, and I can't believe it's on Amazon, um, The Creepy Line. And it talks about how Google does all of this. There are all the docs that they have, all the advertising. Like I said, I used to work for Google with Google Advertise, or uh, Google Ads. Or AdWords, jeez, Google AdWords. Um, these guys, they try to tell everybody, the two guys that made it, I can't think of the names for some odd reason, but um, they tried saying that they, didn't, they weren't doing it for the money. They, were, they, they had a, uh, a slogan that said, don't be evil. What? What do you mean, don't be evil? Who's, who's coming up with what the definition of evil is now? Are you talking about the Judeo-Christian moral aspect of what evil is and what it isn't? And, um... That couldn't be it because they're lefties, heavy lefties, atheistic lefties. Anywho, um, overall, uh, Google is one of the most powerful uh, institutions, corporations, whatever you want to call them, on the face of the planet because they, they control um, information. They control an information source. And it has, you have, you, me, everybody has been manipulated I know this sounds like conspiracy research. This isn't. You're hearing it from somebody who actually worked there. Or at least worked for a contractor and worked with other, what they call Googlers, um, while being there. And uh, I'm not really going into so much of what it is that they do. Um, obviously, a lot of people know about Google Ads and Google AdWords and that, but <clears throat> not really going too far into what it is that they necessarily do. However... Um, 
What was I getting at? No, they're the they are one of the most powerful group or companies in the world because they have manipulated people into understanding that one, when you go for information, when you go to do research, you go to Google. I like using Google to use against liberal lefties when debating and saying, hey, I got this from your source. That's how bad this is. Not even your own side can help you out. Your own side puts you back because, you know, of whatever statistic. That being said, before I, I get on to the rest of this little part that I'm going to read, um, there was a, a video I just watched. Apparently a few days ago, um, God damn it, what was his name? There was a researcher, he, he's an atheist, he's a part of the scientific community, the, the National and International Association of Scientists. That isn't a, an actual group, it's just how I label them. Um, two of them came out and had to admit that 90% of the species that are out uh, of animals uh, all came into existence at once. What that does is it actually works against macroevolution, where macroevolution was more of kind of linear, you know, this, this, remember how we talked about like amoebas coming to earth and how we got like the first whatever living cells here and then it, it, it for whatever reason, um, evolved into something else. Well, uh, this, this shreds that to nothing to say that all of a sudden the, all of these species just came into existence as opposed to having this linear macroevolution theory of, you know, this evolving at this point to this point and from, and this other one evolving from this point to this point. So, uh, go search that out. I can't think of the name of it right now and, uh, I'll probably lose what I'm doing anyway. So just check that out. Look around on, on Facebook. Uh, maybe even Google or another fucking search engine. Or one of your news sources. Anyway, uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. The draft words. Your search history on nearly every search engine as well. Um, so there, it's all being, it, as small as you may think it is, it has all been used. They use your IP address, which is just like your house address. It's just on, on the internet. Um, they copy what's whatever's on your phone right now as I'm talking. They're they're taking down. It's being it's being saved. All of this is being saved. This is for a purpose. I'm fine with them doing this. Bring it. Anywho, your cameras. Oh, I'll get into that. Here we go. Your search your search history your search history on nearly every search engine as well. They have every paper that has ever been submitted into any public database, including bills, payments, and tax return, returns. Crazy enough, they track most of your cash, cash purchases. It's what the little piece of tape on the inside of your bigger bills are. They have your blood, your fingerprints, uh, your hair, and stool samples. The monitoring, it's the surveillance of every dystopian sto story novel, television show, or movie you or we have ever known. Um, C pulls himself back in his seat quietly and frustratingly mesmerized. B then says, and the laws, they were already made all the way back to the late, four, the, the late 40s when the tech came. It was either already in place, talking about the laws, or the setup or they were set up, ready, with the volts already there to pave the way for new laws to be legislated for further control. 
It's as if somebody knew that there was going to be this very wave of such specific tech and the possibility of such information collection and then just pulled the strings needed to guide it all together or all to this. I think without Anon along the way, we would all be dead or enslaved by now. Anon being anonymous. I am a, a massive supporter of Anon. Or anonymous. Um, C says, I see. A says, I hope so. I've only touched on some of the big stuff. They want more and are actively moving toward acquiring it. Video cameras everywhere, including parking lots, intersections, and highways. Those on your phones, tablets, and computers that are always on even when you think they're not, including the mic on your phone when it's in your, when it's in your pocket. B says, it was declassified that they were putting microphones in the appliances back in the mid-90s. A says, the Illuminati understands and amplifies the government's natural instinct to control every aspect of its population's life. First, they need the information through surveillance. And that's where I'll stop at that point. Um, that's just a small conversation that's happening. That's in order to get this guy to kind of better understand what this whole group is all about. Um, oh, I just saw the title of my book. So I'm not going to say the title of my book. I'm, I'm very cryptic. I'm very, I know what's going to come. Like I've said, I've talked to my wife. I'm like, if you think that I'm not going to have somebody, some people, somewhere, whoever, it's going to be contacted, that's going to come out at some point or another and say something bad about me. Oh, he beat me, or he raped me, or he stole from me, or he said this about this, or he doesn't really believe, or whatever. Think again. It's going to come. Because I am going after all of them. All of the big baddies, including the ones in the Republican spaces. You know, John McCain. John McCain was a piece of shit. He really was. He, I don't know why he didn't just come out as, oh, wait, yes, I do. He had a Republican vote. That's why he was a rhino. That's why he stayed a Republican, because he could help out the other side, the big government, from the Republican side and garner uh, votes from there. Mitch McConnell. Was it Mitch McConnell? No, it was uh, Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham was like, and, and everybody's talking about it, how much Lindsey Graham has shown up ever since John McCain died. Like John McCain was some kind of like fucking leash on Lindsey Graham to say, ah, 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 ah. no, 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 you don't get to talk. And then he wouldn't fucking stand up for himself or others. And then after he died, Lindsey Graham was the one that came out and, uh, and, and just ripped the Democrats up and down about the whole Kavanaugh thing. You know? For the left, listen, I, I don't give up the hope that what I'm doing, what I'm doing here, what I'm doing in the book, what I want to do and, and the plans that I have, I will never give up hope that I can bring them over to the, to, to the truth. And that's my biggest thing. I just want to bring them to the truth. And I don't want to follow a lie. You know, That's why I'm not going to be a Democrat. And I was actually thinking about that last night. Um, the gays, who was I watching? I was, I think I was, I think it was Beauty and the Beta, or, uh, uh, yeah, Beauty and the Beta, um, or Blonde and the Beta, or whatever they call themselves, it's a really good show, but they were talking about the LGBT community, and, uh, they were talking about their friend who was gay, and was like, fuck the LGBT community, like, they're insane, I don't, I, just because I'm gay, I don't want to go and fucking have to join up with this psychopathic group, 
that constantly tells me how I need to be. That's what I'm talking about. I was obviously talking about their friend, not me. Anyway, um, that's what I'm talking about, is that's why I'm not a, a Republican. That's why I'm not a Libertarian. That's why I'm not a part of these fucking groups. The only group that I'm a part of is the Catholic Church, and I'm a knight. Okay? They don't, well, my faith guides me. Okay? However, I still constantly want to make sure that my faith is the truth. I do not want to believe in a lie. And I can say that. I can admit that. I just watched a video of this fucking priest who slapped a baby. At a, at, and, and I don't know what his fucking parents... I think they were so shocked that he was doing it. It was this old priest there. It sounded like Italian. At a baptism for this little baby who was crying. He fucking was... He had his claws on this fucking baby's face. And then he slapped the baby who wouldn't stop crying. And they, they were like... What the fuck do we do? Finally, the dad, after a minute of watching this happen to his kid, fucking pulled the baby away and it stopped the video. Do not be afraid of the clergy. Do not be afraid of the Catholic Church. Okay? I mean, be afraid of God in a respectful way, in the right way. But fear of something doesn't necessarily mean what everybody thinks that it means. Fear of God means respect of God. And also, you're a little afraid that uh, you're going to go to hell and spend the rest of eternity there because you decided not to be around him. Anywho. And you've heard my talks on hell. Uh, that, that priest deserves an absolute beatdown. He was an old man, probably 70s, 80s. I don't give a fuck. Slap my baby, dude. I will have you on top of that altar fucking pretty close to death. You know what I mean? Do not be afraid of the Catholic Church. As I have said before, the biggest way to stop all of the bad shit from happening within the Catholic Church is we have to be involved. We have to show up on Sundays. We have to show up at all of the different things. If your kid, if after all of the shit that you've ever heard of, of clergies hurting kids, and you're not showing up with your kid who is an altar boy or girl, you're not showing up every time that they're there, you drop them off, you fucking go in there with them, you're involved, you're helping them find out what they got to do, you're learning what they have to do around the priest, if you're not doing that, you're allowing an opportunity to come and hurt your kid. There is no fucking way in hell. And I'm not fucking victim blaming at all. I'm pointing out how you fucking solve it. You solve it by getting in there, getting involved, talking with people, keeping an eye on somebody. You know, there's always times when it's like, oh, that guy might be a little gay. Okay, well, if it's a priest, how about you go, yeah, we're going to keep an eye on this guy. That being said, it's all the way back to the LGB community. I actually put more on the LGB, the, the gay community. I'm, fuck that alphabet bullshit. They're, it's gay. It's either gay or it's not, okay? Uh, L is lesbian, as I've said this before. L is lesbian, that's gay. Uh, bi is gay. And uh, G is gay. LBG, okay, those three are just basically gay. Once everybody's ugly, when you're young and beautiful, as Gavin has said, Gavin McGinnis, one, when everybody's young and beautiful, okay, you're, you're bi, I guess. Especially girls, right? You're bi. Fucking uh, Halsey, I guess that's her name. This fucking musician that I was following just to see what they had to say. The amount of shit, the trash that came out of this girl. I was just like, Jesus. you And she's bi. And it's like, well, yeah, yeah of course you're bi. You're beautiful. And you, you're around a whole bunch of beautiful people. No shit you're bi. When you get ugly... In fucking 30 years, uh, you're not going to be by anymore. You're going to be all about the dudes. 
Okay, you're going to be all about trying to find a fucking husband that's going to make you, if you can make it to that point, if you don't die off of uh, doing drugs all day. Anywho, I put it more in the gay community of why uh, gays are in the bad spot that they are. Especially if they're in the clergy, which by the way, Catholic Church, stop hiring gay people. Fixes, a, fixes 85% of your problem right then and there. Quit hiring gay people, Okay. The other portion, uh, that's us. That's us getting in there. I mean, obviously the church can do something or the, the people who are in positions of, of power in the church need to do something, like I've talked about. But it's, our, it's, it's on us to get in there and to fucking make sure that there isn't even an opportunity. That's on us. Victim blame, you call it whatever you want. I don't give a fuck. That's on us. You want to know how to fix it? That's how you fix it. Quit being pussies. And quit being lazy. God damn, dude, I've been dealing with my son who's eight. And now that's probably putting a little more on him than, than it needs to be, but I'm not, I'm not going to have my... My son, when he sits on my recliner, he lays across it. He doesn't like sit in it and recline back. He lays across it. And it just looks lazy. And I tell him to stop doing it. Well, I like it. I don't give a shit what you like. That's one, that's my recliner. If you want to lay like that, go on the couch. Do not... It, like that's it's such a level of laziness that it's like and that might sound like I'm being an asshole trust me I'm a very fair parent um that kid still has a head on his shoulders okay and he is coming back from his mom's man that kid will talk back smart mouth all that shit oh I wouldn't have a head on my shoulders if I talked that way when I was his age holy fuck my dad would have smacked my head right across the room anyway no I put it on the gays on the gay community which is so fucking stupid. Again, it's a divisive measure. BLM, divisive measure. Well, what about the Proud Boys? Isn't that divisive? It's a man's group. There's already that division. It's not like we're fucking taking them and going, oh, everybody else can't be in our group. They are the most diverse group of people out of all of the rest of the, ver the groups of people that you've seen. Whether it be BLM, the gay community, all that shit. They have gays in their group. They have black guys in their group. They have Hispanics in the group, Asians in the group. And then, yeah, they have some white people. I'm not saying that to ban groups. What I'm saying is there are certain groups that are super fucking divisive. And it's usually on the left because they want to divide. And I think that there is a malevolent force that is causing them. Now, I'm not, I don't want to, well, I'm, fuck it, I'll say it's Lucifer. Sure, why not? When it came to uh, the original sin and the original mother and father, Adam and Eve, and what happened there. Because I always hear about, you know, oh, well, why did God allow this world to be bad? Couldn't he have just made it good or whatever? I think I've made this point on this before. It's like being on, on the inside of your house uh, during this time right now when it's cold. Winter. Which it should be fall, but it's winter. Excuse me. It was snowing today. It's, we had fucking three or five inches over in Grand Rapids. Anyway. Um, it's like being inside and then somebody opens the fucking door and they accidentally break the door off the fucking hinges or the cold freezes the door open. Well, now you have cold that's getting into the house. Okay. And let's say you have a whole bunch of family there. Well, they're all feeling the effects of cold of the cold. You know what I mean? They can get blankets and warm themselves up. They can start a fire. But that door's still open and you can't fucking close it because something happened to the door and now it won't close. 
that is my example of the original sin, of letting sin into the world and what it does. It makes everything colder. It fucks up things. It makes us now, which before, one, we had, we had the source of all knowledge. It's not like we wouldn't have known shit. Okay, we had the we had God. How do you make? How did you make the universe? Oh well, this is how I did it. You know what I mean? When He talked to us, we had God and we had everything. But we listened to the devil. The devil tricked us, and we said, "All right, well, sure, why not? Let's go do the thing that the one thing that God told us not to do." And then that invited it opened a window in which evil and bad and death came into the world and now we suffer you know it's a it's hard to live this world is now fucking ample ample to uh to kill us at every fucking turn that movie um which was a shitty movie but a million ways to die in the west um the premise is pretty fucking spot on the world is will fucking kill you okay a snake can fucking you're not even knowing the snake's there that didn't sound like a good uh, good grammar, what I just said. But anyway, um, you're fucking walking, and here's a snake, jumps out, bites you, you're dead. Well, you're dead pretty soon. If you can't get to a doctor with, uh, or a hospital with an antidote. Not antidote, it's uh, anti-venom. Anyway. How long have I been talking? Oh, got about five minutes before I get to go. Got to get, get off. Um, wow, that was a whole bunch of branching off and shit. Anywho, Gavin, I, I don't like that he did what he did. And I'm not saying that uh, that it wasn't a tough spot. Okay, um, I just don't. The end result is you gave up something that you shouldn't have gave up. You gave up you. You gave up kind of the foundation of the Proud Boys. I just saw another video of like this guy that, that's claiming that he got he's now the, the head of the Proud Boys. And he was talking some real crazy shit. And I mean, I only watched it for so long. It was, I don't believe it. Um, not that I fucking care. I'm not a Proud Boy myself. But I, I support the idea of the Proud Boys. You know, their response to Antifa. And, um, and the crazy left. The Proud Boys are a good thing. And, um, and this guy's fucking talking. His, his, he's talking about what you can say and shit like that. And it's like... Uh, no, that doesn't sound like that doesn't sound like the Proud Boys at all. So I don't I don't trust that guy. Um, anywho, uh, I I just yeah. you gave up you gave up something you shouldn't. Have, is where I'm where I stand on it. Um, and and now there's the opportunity for the other side to as they as is their nature to take more. I think that these guys, I mean, if, if it's already escalated to the point where they're talking prison, which is obnoxious, it's absolutely ridiculous that the, that that even jail is on the is on the table. It's not just jail. It's fucking prison. And they the only way that I can see them doing that is that it must have because I heard reports that it wasn't uh, the, the FBI didn't classify the Proud Boys as a terrorist group or whatever. But the only way that you can say that that is prison that I can see being legal is by making the Proud Boys um, a terrorist group and then anybody who partakes in violence or whatever terrorist activities within that group is now going to be able to be a part of or is now going to be put on the line for prison 
And then that would be why Gavin would have to disassociate himself as the beginner, as the, the starter of this. And, and I don't even know why Milo did it. It's like, you're not a proud boy, dude. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Um, sadly, I mean, Milo's kind of really allowed himself to go away. He's kind of been that, that band that put out a really good album or really good two albums, and then had some shit happen, and then kind of faded, or started to put out another album, and then just faded away. Um, and now you really don't hear about him anymore. I mean, I can't fucking find a shit anywhere. He doesn't He doesn't do podcasts anymore. I haven't seen a show on YouTube, um, unless he's doing it and it's being censored, but I haven't seen him anywhere. Anyway, I just think it was a bad move. Um, I don't like it, for sure. Uh, I want to trust that what he's doing is, is I, and I think he's being honest. I don't think that he's purposely trying to hurt anybody. I just think it's the wrong move. I think that uh, the left is always going to take, 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 and they will never stop. They always want to garner more power, things like that. And doing this is only going to give in to that, and they're going to take more. And I see just how I'm. I, it's working out in my mind is that it's not going to help what Gavin did. And these guys, if prison's already on the the uh, the possibility list, they're probably going to push for for prison. I mean, you have the leftist mayor, governor, and uh, attorney general of the state of New York that are are pushing for this. Buddy, the district attorney, I I I imagine is probably a leftist too because it's fucking New York. Um, I got a feeling that these these guys are going to go to prison, and it's going to be all for naught. It's going to be why did you you should have never done that, you know? Because now you just set the whole fucking thing up for failure. You just you just made, and I'm not saying he did this on purpose. I'm just saying by by this action, I feel like it made the Proud Boys a house of cards, and a, a gust of wind's going to go in, and it's going to blow it over, and there's not going to be the Proud Boys anymore. And that's sad because the proud the Proud Boys were a good thing. I think Gavin did a great thing by starting them. Um, again, as a response to an actual terroristic group in Antifa, you know, it's, uh, it's just sad, man. It's depressing, but, uh, I would, I would suggest for the proud boys as I have less than, well, about a, about a minute. Proud boys don't stop being proud boys, man. You know, keep this going. Gavin fucking come back, re reestablish yourself as leader of the proud boys. You know, um, I wonder if it's because this is my second episode that I can go over. It's not like doing any red. Oh, no, it says it right there. Maximum is 60 minutes. Anyway, uh, no, Proud Boys keep being Proud Boys. Same with the Patriot Prayer. You know, watch out for infiltrators because the left is doing that. Ryan Kessler was an infiltrator of the left. He worked for the fucking Bernie administration, not administration, but campaign. So... Just be vigilant, man. Stand up. You know, don't be too depressed. Get over it. This is actually something to care about. Michigan football, pro and collegiate sports are not. That is not, that does not matter, as I have told my son numerous times. That shit don't matter. It ain't, it ain't got nothing to do with you. You're not a part of it. Fuck it. Proud Boys, this shit matters. Patriot Prayer, that shit matters. Standing up for what's right, that shit matters. Be accountable and be responsible. Do not be liberal. 